Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Right, so how good of a liar do you think you are? Are you able to spot a liar fairly well? Uh, you can kind of tell a bullshitter when you see one. Or are you the type of person who's able to spoof? We're looking for Dublin's greatest liar to see how well they can hold up telling us stuff here on the air and see if we can figure out where they're lying or whether they're just uh, giving us their best there. Uh, I suppose you might call it their poker face. And then we, we just did a blitz for the crack. Okay. okay, so it's just an excuse to play some Lady Gaga late yeah. at night here on the radio. So, do you have a good poker face? Get in touch. Liar to 0876797104. What's going to happen is, um, we've got Karen on the line. Karen, good evening. How are you? I'm great, Cormac. How are you and Sersha? I'm good. How are you? You're good. You seem like I'm you're... fantastic. You're getting ready for the weekend. I can hear it in your voice. Oh, uh, if you want to know the week I had, but anyways... Oh, really? <laughs> well, look, it's it's pretty much over now. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so uh, Karen's on the line there now, and what's going to happen is, um, was, do you want to go first, Saoirse, ladies I'll go, first? Yeah, I'll go first. Nice and patriarchally sexist and misogynistic yeah. that we hear, are here. We'll let ladies go first, right? So what's going to happen here, we'll, we'll start off, is Saoirse's got three pieces of information about herself. Uh, three of the, two of them are real, one of them is, is, one of them is a lie. Yeah. And we've got to figure out which one... Which one is the lie. ...is yeah. the lie, and we'll see how well we can judge Saoirse, all right? So, um, does that make sense, Karen, to you, yeah? Absolutely. Okay, well, hang okay. on there. And give us your... And again, one, two, or three, you can text in as well if you want to play along. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Which one of these is a lie now from Saoirse, right? So give us the first one. Okay, so uh, I once dressed up as an Eskimo with a pillow uh, down the front of my trousers and another pillow down the back. Uh, I had, you know, the whole ski boots on, uh, goggles, ski hat, and I walked to the local chipper to try and get the attention of an ex-boyfriend who knew, who I knew, sorry, loved skiing. So he had broken up with me, and to try and win back his attention, I dressed up as an Eskimo with goggles the whole lot. Uh, I, I don't know why I would have put a pillow down both the front yeah, and back. Yeah, that's a bit weird. And walked uh, past the chipper and tried to get his attention. So he saw me and, uh, yeah. Okay, what's your, what's your second one? Uh, after getting a chipper on a night out, um, a very heavy night out. Chipper is definitely heavy in this uh, <laughs> night. But anyway, I drank a lot of fizzy drinks, came back from a night out and vomited up whole whole chips. They weren't even chewed. Just... 
all the chips were there um, regurgitated on the ground and it looked like someone dropped a bag of chips. Right, what's your third story? Uh, the third story is that I had a panic attack on a bus before one of my final year exams and the bus driver had to stop, pull over and call an ambulance. Karen, which one do you think is she, is she lying about? Wow, I have to say, first, they're, they're quite elaborate. Um, yeah, they're very... <laughs> yeah, sorry. truth and lies. Um, which one is she lying about? Oh, my gut is telling me the first one. Oh. Yeah. Because I think I think there was an awful lot of details that went with it, and I think if she was trying to get the attention of an ex-boyfriend, I'm not sure that that's probably <laughs> the right way to get his attention. Oh, you don't know, Saoirse. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Fair enough. No, no. And I, 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 she's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. Well, uh, well, hang on there for two seconds, um, Karen. It's interesting because in, in front of me here, right, I have a list taken from um, former CIA agents of oh, how yeah, of to course. spot liars mm. and deception, right? Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one of them out here on you to see if it can help. Okay. So... The first story, we'll try because Karen seems to think that it's it's not true. The first story about the boyfriend, the Eskimo. Can you tell that story from the end to the beginning, please? From the end to the from yeah. the end tell to the reverse. beginning. Okay. Tell it in so uh, I humiliated myself. I was seventeen. I was. I'm walking backwards now, obviously, because I'm I'm saying from the end to the start. So I went back to my friend's house. Um, all his friends saw, he saw. They were outside a chipper, very well-known chipper, Rohini. Uh, walked back to her house. He never texted me again. Um, no, no, I, say it's say, tell what happened backwards. Yeah, this is backwards. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I went back to her house and it didn't go to plan. But if you're going back to what where it came from, where did no, it No, I'm saying start at the end of the story yeah, and we'll go back, like, tell it in reverse. So you were at the chipper. Okay, so I'm at the chipper and then I reverse back to my yeah, friend's house where yeah. I come up with the idea. Yeah, okay. Uh to to try and impress him. I knew oh God. I knew he was he was there with his friends and I hadn't talked to him in weeks, so she said, Well, would you want to go down? And then what happened before that? Hang around the chipper. And what and happened before like, your friend's house? Uh, I was in school. This was on like a Thursday. Okay. Um Apparently it's very difficult if you're lying about something to tell the story and the details in reverse. So if you make it up and you start, oh yeah, blah blah blah. But if you if, if you struggle with uh, the details in reverse, oh, interesting. It's a it's a potential way to carry out a uh, it's a potential way to find a, a liar. So um, I don't know if that's changed your opinion. Do you still think that's a lie? Yeah, because I mean, who has Eskimo gear hanging up in their house? Or their friend's house. Well, I didn't mm. say it was Eskimo gear. Those Rahini folk, you'd never know about them. <laughs> it was, God. it was, it was uh, an Eskimo is what I looked like, but it was like ski oh, gear. Oh, fair with, enough. You know. Like, like ski boots and all that. Oh, yeah, the whole lot, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just a follow for it. Yeah. Okay. All right, okay. Fair enough. So that's story number one, too. I, I think, I think I know which one's a lie. What do you think it is? Personally. Personally, I think it's the last one. Why do you think that? Because <laughs> you know me at this stage. <laughs> uh, I don't think you would be the type of person to give a shit about your exam. <laughs> and I don't think you'd ever have a panic attack. <laughs> so I'm going to say that story number three is 
a lie. So the first story was about dressing up as an Eskimo for the boyfriend. The second story was vomiting up chips. And the third story was about having a panic attack on a bus. It just seems a little bit, a little bit out of character. But um, first of all, was Karen right? Is the first story a lie? No, the first story is true, Karen. It's completely true. I did do this. I obviously don't know you at all. Well, you do now. No, you do now, unfortunately. Yeah, so that's... It was hard to think of something that I haven't actually told people on air. Because I've told most... You know, I've I've kind of given my life story away. um, Okay. I need to listen to the show more. There you go, Karen. You'll be well over. So hang on there two seconds again. Just, um, so is the third story a lie? The third story is a lie. Bah, well done, bah, you. Bah, bah, Look at you know bah, me so well. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, I would never care about an exam ever. I, I think it's a I good actually, story, though. I failed my... Um, right, so to go through this, again, there's six things to help spot a liar. One is telling the story in reverse, right? Another thing which I thought was interesting, which, again, we can't do here on... A, one thing we can do on radio, and mm. listen out for Apparently, clearing your throat or swallowing before speaking is a telltale sign of a lie. Really? Yeah. And there's, there's, here's what makes it interesting. If the person clears their throat or swallows before telling the lie, that is worse. If they do it after the statement, that's fine. So if someone goes, <clears throat> there's a chance. Now, obviously, this isn't set in stone. This isn't hard science. But there is a much more likely chance that they're lying. And apparently, one of the reasons why people will swallow before they're lying is if they're asked a question and they know it's a lie, their anxiety levels will increase. Oh, yeah. And they must start getting a dry mouth, so they need to swallow or cough and clear their throat and kind of go, <clears throat> and then go, right, okay, here we go. So that's something to listen out for. But I'll give you my three yeah, and see do. if you can figure out. And again, Karen, I'll give you my three now as well. If you listen out, see if you can figure out which one's yeah. a lie. Okay, cool. Here we go. And if you think you know what it is and you're listening right now, oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Here's a, uh, and I'm not really going to elaborate too much on this. You just have to figure out. Okay. One, two, or three. I once got trials for Southampton, the football club in England. <laughs> in your dreams. That's story number one. Right. Story number two, I can play the violin. Okay. And story number three, at my 21st, I did an Aikido roll into a table full of drinks. Okay, I definitely know that A is is the false one. Definitely. Because I feel you're a little bit of a nerd, like I am, deep down. I could play the recorder, you can play the violin. Uh, I definitely believe number three, but number one, I'm not putting you down or anything, but I don't think soccer is your thing. I don't think it is. Right, okay, if you're listening right now and you, you agree or disagree with Saoirse, 87 one, two or three, which one am I lying about? Karen, which one do you think is a lie? were you when you got the trial for Southampton? Can I give you any other pieces of information? <laughs> Why can't <Okay>. you? Because <laughs> you have to tell whether I'm lying or not. Right. I think it's number three. You think it's number three? Yeah. So you think that I, that the story about me rolling into a, t- a keto rolling into a table full of drinks. Now, keto is a form of martial arts where yeah. they do tumbles and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just in case um, someone is listening who doesn't know. So you think that is false? Okay. Yeah, I do. And you think still think number one is false? I think number one is false. I think that's true. If it's true, you kept that one very bloody quiet. Oh, God, lads. Are we both wrong? I am the greatest liar no in the way. world. No way! You can't play the violin! I cannot play the violin. Oh, oh my God! 
hand. So you what? Really? Yeah. So how old were you? Yeah. I was 13. Fair play. Yeah. yeah. And what, what, what position were you playing at the time? Goalkeeper. Look, Goal she's, she's questioning you already and you're like, <laughs> it's the truth. Played in goal. And it's actually because last week was the Kennedy Cup. Played for the Kennedy yeah, Cup for the yeah, yeah. NDSL team. And then... Uh, yeah. And I'm going down to the Gator next weekend. Oh, are you? With my squad, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so I was, down, I was down there and um, there was obviously scouts go down there and a couple of us got yeah. scouted up to go over for a week and a bit over in Southampton. Um, you playing for? I was playing for the North Dublin, the Brentford League. I don't still call that the NDSL team. No, but I mean, what what club? Like that was the league. But what club did you play? Oh, for? at the time, what club was it? I went between uh, Castleknock, Celtic, Dunboyne, and Cherry Orchard. So there was those three. So I think it was Castleknock at the time. I think no, it was Dunboyne. Sorry, it was Dunboyne. You're a bit of a, like a club slot, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, fair play. That's, that's pretty impressive. Not a, lot, a few other people think number one is a lie as well. Yeah. <sighs> Do you know what happened that. as well? The week before I went over, we were doing a training session here at home, and you know those portable goals, or the, the goals you can move on the training ground? They have, obviously, they have, the beside the post, they have the, what you call, they have, the thing at the bottom, the pole runs along the bottom to keep them upright. Um, I, fe- I fell over that and snapped my ankle pretty badly <gasps> over that like no a week way. beforehand, yeah. And did that ruin everything? No, no, it, it didn't ruin everything. I went and I went, <laughs> I had to go up and a uh, friend of a friend or my mate's mam worked for Sean Boylan at the time. He was the mead manager, but he's like uh-huh. a herbalist, acupuncture stuff. Yeah. And he went in and just, re- magic. yeah, he did his magic and he reset my ankle. Wow. He went in and he goes, I'm really sorry about this. And I'm like, what? And he just goes, snap. And he snapped my ankle back into place. Oh, my God. And then I had to go for, like, a load of uh, stuff. But it was it was really interesting over there because there was lads. We were a week in, like, a week in, what would you call it, the digs or the where all the underage lads were playing, like a little hostel yeah. full of players. Yeah. And um, not not real depressing. I could see how you get homesick really, really quickly because there was lads there from Australia, only 15 and 16 and all over the world. But it's lights out at 10 o'clock. Oh, it's like a boarding school. Oh, yeah, really like a boarding school. Your dinner is made for you. You're up, you're training three, four times a day. You're back home, certain amount of hours, and then you have to go straight to bed. So it's real restricted. Oh, my Not that God. Much fun, yeah. God, fair play. Yeah. I didn't know that. We all learn something every day, don't we? Learn, you kept that learn, quiet. Learn new, very, very yeah. um, also, I did do an Aikido roll. Into a oh, I, I knew that drinks. you would have done that. Had this little phase in college where I thought Aikido was class and was going to be the ultimate martial art and tried to do it, and then unfortunately... Couldn't really do it very well. And then the one thing I learned was an Aikido forward roll tumble thing. And then... Uh, and you usually like to danger yourself in some way, so yeah. that was always going to be yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so you can't play the violin, I'm sorry. Cannot play the violin. I thought that maybe you no. were a secret... Fi- what is it, a violin? Fiddle player. A violinist, a fiddle player, <laughs> you could do that, right? Um, now, Karen, we'll give you an option now if you want. Will you give us three things about yourself, one of which is a lie? Okay, go, go take it away. Okay, so I was born in America. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the second one is I have four degrees. Okay. Um, educational degrees. And then the last one is that I coached Casey Taylor in soccer. Okay, now I'm going to just pull you up on one thing. I don't know if this is on the list of things that you spot. Right, okay, go. we'll go through the list now in a second, yeah? But the second one that you said you got four degrees, you hesitated. Ah, very good, Sish. You hesitated when you said, I have 
four, you wouldn't say... Uh, I don't think that's now. A, I could be, that's I could very be interesting that you say that, right? Because one of the things to look out for, uh, if somebody is being deceitful, mm. is longer pauses than usual. Now, we haven't talked to Karen for that long, so we don't know what her usual speaking rhythm is. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, long pauses might be that they're trying to come up, um, come up with the lie. Yeah. So uh, that's a good spot from you, right? So, Thank you. Uh, we, you think... I'm a very good people person. I, 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 I'm good at analysing human beings. Um, I think I would have went with that second one as well. Is is the second four degrees one? I'm going to say now you only have two degrees. Is, th- is that the lie? No! No way! What? Yeah, you're both wrong. Wow! Don't tell us which yeah. one is right. That, that I, know, I know the Katie Taylor one is right. Do you know why? Why? Because A, she was talking. She knew a lot about sport with you. Yeah. So I feel like she's a sporty type of person. And B, I felt she was very uh, energetic when she said it. Like, she sa- she sounded very proud. So I don't think she was born in America. <sighs> Actually, I'd, nearly put, on, I'd nearly put money on this now. Right, so I would say that maybe she was, oh God, born here or somewhere else, but then lived in America since she was two or three. Yeah, because that would... There's that a little idea. twang of an American accent off her voice, though. But that idea of living in America, that's a strange one to just come up with off the top of your no, head. No, but can I get this small... Uh, you do Maybe. have a, a slight American accent, Karen, don't you? Um, so I've been told. It's just certain phrases. Do you think? Not yeah, all the time, just certain phrases. Yeah, it depends. I don't hear it at all. Oh, God, no. you're, you're very few... <laughs> No, what a very cute, yeah. No, I think I think number I think number one is is false. I think you definitely trained Katie Taylor, and I'll be so impressed if you did. <laughs> uh, oh no! Look, there's nothing to be impressed about. She's a she's a phenomenal athlete, and uh, I just she just happened to be on a team I was coaching. So so it's true. Number one, yeah, yeah. Wow! See, there you go. Yeah. I heard in your voice you were happy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. But you also heard in my voice that I paused. Yeah, I did. We're when very said, bad at this, said, Karen. Yeah, but... And I said I had four degrees. Did yeah. you do that purposely to throw us? Maybe. Ah, see, she was on it. Someone's read a few books yeah. about lying. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, Karen, have you ever lived in America? I did. I emigrated there when I was eight. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ah, there you go. And then I came back 20 years ago. Yeah. What part of America, America did you go to? Um, I was just north of Portland, Oregon, in a place called Vancouver, Washington. Oh, I'm hearing the the accent now. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. it. Okay, yeah, very good. Yeah. God, you but you coached Katie Taylor. That's even yeah. That's just uh, amazing. Well, uh, she's she's great. Yeah, it's been phenomenal to watch her have so much success because she's just uh, an incredible athlete. You know. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal! Yeah, so, unbelievable. Can, can I ask Karen who are you going down to the Gainer Cup with? I am coaching the under-15 uh, NECSL squad. So it stands for the Northeast uh, Schoolgirls Counties League. Yeah. Yeah, up in Mead. Yeah. Mead, Loud, and Cabin. Those are the, where the players... What, yeah. were, what were the, the... Is that a separate league to the boys? Because the boys was called the... What was their league called? It would have been the NECSL. It's the same... It's schoolboys and schoolgirls league. NEC, maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Maybe we called them NEC back in the day. They were yeah, they, yeah. they were good now. Hmm. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, listen. Very best of luck down in uh, Limerick at the Gainer Cup next week, and you are also an excellent liar. An excellent liar. Thanks. It was great, great uh, chatting on on the radio. I'm have to have to tune in more often. Oh, do do listen. We'll put you down for some cinema passes as well, and that's not a lie. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Emil. Cheers, Karen. Thanks You're for popping welcome. on. Okay, take care. Bye. 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 God. God, that was hard, wasn't it? it? Like I thought it was going to be easier, yeah. Yeah, same. Although you got mine fairly, fairly quick. Mm. But um, I would never have guessed that, that you had been, Met been a Glenn very... Met Glenn Hoddle before he made inappropriate comments about his beliefs about oh, the afterlife. And a guy called Matt Letizia, who was oh. an absolute... Legend because where the trial was, the full time pros were having would have lunch in the same training ground. It was just a canteen, mm. so everyone was walking in. So you'd be looking at lads who were on Sky Sports Week Four, and you're like, "Oh, just this, you man." It was very cool. So there's six things here that are telltale signs if you are lying or dealing with a liar. Do you know there's one that I probably do a lot, and I'm terrible at doing this. I'm, it's not because I'm lying; it's just me in general. I don't like making eye contact with people. Oh, okay. So. Like, I, I've gone out with people who have given out to me because they're like, why won't you look me in the eye? I just don't. I don't hold the eye contact for long. I don't know why. Um, okay, if you're listening right now, I'm going to go through the six, but if you know of a 100% way or something that you look out for that you think you know when a person is lying, let us know. 0876797104. What, what is it that does it for you that lets you know that somebody is lying? We'll run through the other six. These come from uh, former CIA agents who are uh, specialists in deception. So we'll Is that on the list though? No. Oh, is it not? No, it's not. Because I heard, I, I don't know, I overheard someone saying that before I read it somewhere that if you lose eye contact with someone, you you know, you're not confident enough. It, but I do hesitate. You know when I'm talking to you, I'll tell you about a story and I'll be like, uh, yeah, so, uh, 
I do. Yeah, very bad. I take ages to tell the story. And right. I'm not lying, I'm just... That's You're going, it's half on the list. Anyway, I'll go through the six of those now in a moment. If you have a telltale uh, way of knowing if somebody is lying or not, do get in touch. We'll get back to them in just a moment. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Room 104 with Talent Nation, Ireland's leading premium talent directory. Every talent, every occasion. See talentnation.ie. Do you know how to spot a liar? Yeah, you'd be sweating, sweating buckets. You can't, you can't tell your story the same way twice or something. Is that right? You definitely can't tell it backwards. Backwards is hard. I can't tell any story backwards. What but, did you do today? Can't tell it backwards. No, but um, let's say I have a terrible memory. Well, let's say if you say how you spilled the tea on yourself, you could say that backwards easy enough. My trousers are in bits. Yeah, I'm in bits. <laughs> that's pretty much the whole story. Backwards and forwards. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Like, what? I don't understand backwards. I'm As in event, like so. Like so let's person. say. So let's say they use an interview. So what did you do? And uh, someone was like, someone. let's say someone robbed the shop and they're lying about robbing the shop. They're like, well, uh, at four o'clock, I jumped in my car and I drove to the gym and then I went to, I had a shower in the gym and then afterwards, so they'll make up those kind of fake stories. Hey, and then they'll go, all right, what you, uh, just say that back in reverse. It's very hard to tell a lie in reverse about the events that happened. I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to lie, ba-boom, boom. It's very hard to tell a story backwards. Okay? But if it's something you've done, at least you'll know where you were. So you could probably tell your day backwards in general. So you were here, and what did you do before you were in FM 104 today? I was in bed. But what? how did you get from bed to here? I drove. So you were here, and then you were in your car. You were probably like, I was here, then I was in the car park, and then I was outside the gates. And then before I was outside the gates, I was over that other side of the city. And then before then, I was parked in my car parking space. And then before that, I was in bed. And yeah. then, uh, Sorry, I was dressed. And then before I was dressed, I was in bed. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. But if you were lying about that and you came up with an elaborate lie saying, I'll tell them this, 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 and this. I can't remember. You can't really. It's very difficult to do that. And you start kind of going, uh, uh, and that's how you know you're lying. So there's six things in front of me here that will apparently be the key to figuring out whether or not somebody is lying. Not an exact science. We know this is all kind of, I don't want to say wishy-washy, but... It's wishy-washy. You can use them to a degree, right? So uh, if you know a very good way of spotting when somebody is lying, do let us know. 87 I'll give you the first one here, which is kind of what you said. Apparently it's a telltale sign if somebody is lying to you, they will shield their eyes or their mouth. Oh, so you cover your mouth like this? Yeah. Put your hand in front of your mouth or hand over your eyes. One of the reasons is it's apparently some psychological thing because you're trying to cover up the lie. So you're covering your mouth. The other thing is, it might be a subconscious level that if you're lying and you're blocking your eyes, you do not want to see the reaction of the person you're lying to. Ah, uh, because you feel guilt. You feel a little bit of guilt. Okay. Shame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Giselle, that's actually such a good one. Fidgeting while you talk. You know when you're, if I'm here at my jumper and I'm messing with it and I'm, I'm yeah. trying to tell the story because I need to be distracted. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think yeah. on the spot. That's a good one, Giselle. Yeah. Giselle, that's actually on the list, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, fidgeting while talking. It's a great one. So oh. they call it grooming yourself or the area around you. So That if, sounds all types of weird. It does, isn't it? <laughs> but if you are lying and you're a guy, the guy, if he's wearing glasses, might fix his glasses or fix his tie if he's wearing a suit. And the girl might fix her hair behind her ear or blah, blah, blah. So you might take a moment to tighten yourself, tidy yourself up or... You talk about the fidgeting, Giselle. They'll say that you will uh, gro groom the area around you, clean up the area around you. So you'll start moving your phone. 
you'll start picking up your phone and moving it over here, turning it over, oh, or yeah. lining it up at the table, getting a bit OCD, or moving the pen over here and moving things about going, no, no, no. And one of the reasons there is because, yeah, the lie creates anxiety and tension and much more energy, and you have to dissipate that. You have to get rid of the energy. You have to, like, Ugh. So you fidget with stuff around you. Now, I constantly... I have like a leg twitch. I constantly am moving my left leg. Constantly. I'll even do it asleep when I'm asleep. Does my other half's head in. I'd say it does. But like, I'm not lying all the time. Maybe I am. Maybe yeah, I'm maybe leading a life of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm a compulsive liar. Imagine my name wasn't even called which is awesome. <laughs> Pull the mask off. And I was like, no, this is just this board of the line now. So Giselle, you're correct and right. Yeah, grooming yourself with the air or fidgeting around the area around you is apparently a telltale sign somebody is lying. Mm, interesting. Now, I didn't know that one would be on the list. I definitely knew the eye contact one. Yeah. Would definitely. So, kind of uh, avoiding it. We talked with Karen there a few moments ago. <clears throat> if you just tuned in, Karen came on, tried to fool us, and she did. She was successfully able to lie to myself and Saoirse. We couldn't pick up on whether or not she was telling the truth. <clears throat> and so, one of the other ones is pausing before speaking for a longer period than usual. And that's what she did, but she said she did that purposely to throw us. Whereas if you She's are good. lying on the spot, you would probably do that. You'd yeah. pause. I'm going to yeah. be watching out for everyone now, are you? Oh, yeah. Anyone and everyone, I'll be like, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. <clears throat> now, again, not hard science. This one is a very, very fun one to uh, to observe. Not, again, 100% accurate, but is it's a disconnect between the words somebody uses and their body language. So, it's the verbal versus nonverbal. What they say, does that align with what they're doing? Oh. And the easiest example of this is if somebody is answering the question no but they're nodding yes unconsciously so what do you mean so if I ask you did you smash that window in and I say no but I nodded my head at you as in I, I was saying yes oh that's, that's a, weird that's a tell and people do it all the time or if they say yes and shake their head like did you send that email yeah I did yeah and, but their head is shaking left to right and it's very difficult that is so but it's very difficult to do that deliberately. Like if you trying to say now, if you try to say, or right, I'll ask you, did you smash the window in? And you say, no, but nod your head yes, all right? So yeah. seriously, did you smash the window in? Ah, uh, no, I'm, too, I'm thinking, I'm overthinking it. Yeah, you're like, Bleh, ah, brain freeze. But people do it all the time. And you should look at, well, it's, like, it's very no. interesting to see politicians on the TV and people do this. Because they'll be like, uh, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh yeah, and they're nodding their head. Yeah. And they're giving you a little nod because underneath they're like, I did. I got blowy off her. <laughs> I didn't do what you think I did, but I, I did worse. did it in the Oval Office. Oh, oh God. God. So, so that's one, yeah. And so there's other ones like, uh, what are the other ones? I can't remember. The, the most uh, obvious one that you can keep an eye out for is when somebody answers yes, but is shaking their head no, or answers no, and is shaking her head. Yeah. They always in films. They always do that fidgety thing. You always see the guy with the tie. You know whether he's just had an affair or something, and he's always fidgeting his tie. Yeah. And she's like trying to confront him. And yeah. Like, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this, Gary? If somebody is lying to you, you look up to remember something. If they are making it up, they look down. The body subconsciously looks up to the brain to remember something that actually happened. And I remember oh, reading so weird a little bit more. I remember reading a little bit more about that. One, it was in that movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, is it the Negotiator? Stuff like that. Didn't if you uh, for for some 
for some normally right-handed people, they look up and to the left when they're trying to remember stuff. And if they look to the right, because they're accessing the creative parts of their brain, oh, they're lying. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if I'm going to be checking out for this now, some of these lines to you, they look up to remember something. If they're making it up, they look down. So if they're making it up, they look down. Mm. Well, okay. the usual, or uh, if they're a tip, this is, again, not 100% accurate, but Darren Brown has a lot of this stuff in his Tricks of the Mind book, which is very cool, you can oh, do. Oh, yeah. And it's, if you, you know, looking, a right-handed person normally looking across to the right means they're making stuff up. But if they're looking across to the left and they're thinking, they're trying to remember stuff. And is the that, argument there is that you, the left-hand side of your brain is for... The creative. Yeah, and the right-hand side is for your... No, the left-hand side is for your memory and the right-hand side is for creative. Oh, but what if you're left-handed? If you see... You're, you're doing the way around? Yeah. And that's, you know the way your left hand is controlled by the right side of the brain? Yeah. No, that, yeah, so anyway. Oh, that's crazy stuff, lads. I'm going to be checking. I'd love to catch someone cheating. I just would. I'd love to, like, question well, like, them. in mid-cheat. If they, if they were looking down. Like, if, if you... So if no, you approached them and you were like, are you cheating on your one... And they're like, no. No, and I am they, not cheating. They're not, nodding their they head nod. and they're looking down. And, and I'm like, but where were you last last week when you said you were getting Tell us backwards. Going to the gym? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but if they look down and they're like, oh, then I catch them. Well, you, you know? obviously you can't. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> branding everyone. <laughs> Sorry, uh, your husband's cheater. cheating on you. How do you know? Well, he looked down. <laughs> and we asked him to tell a story backwards and he couldn't. So he's probably sleeping with your best friend. And someone answered a question with a question to avoid telling the truth. What you, oh, is that like... Um, Where were you last night? Where were you last night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I think we've covered pretty much all of them, right? So, hiding your eyes or your mouth is a telltale sign. If somebody is hiding their eyes in their mouth, it might be because they want to cover up their lie unconsciously. The disconnect between words and actions, nodding yes when you're saying no. Uh, and pausing slightly longer than before than usually for a long period of time clearing your throat before you tell a lie to, <clears throat> well I uh, <clears throat> we've done everything we can to try and sort out the housing situation <clears throat> no you haven't <laughs> uh, and then where do we have yet grooming yourself fixing yourself up while you're being confronted about this and uh, this is another one a lot of <laughs> hand to face action so if somebody is lying they might often be biting their nails licking their lips Pulling on their lips or their ears with their hand. So, you know, like people I do that kinda, all the time. You're just now. lying all the time. Stop lying, yeah. seriously. Like I'm doing a talking to you right now. I do it when you're I'm lying. concentrating. That's you're my just, concentration. Maybe face. you're just lying. Maybe I am. Maybe I am just one big lie. Yeah, you know, people rubbing their face and messing with their ear and yeah. their nose and stuff. It's just And again, apparently, obviously, if you're lying, you're a little bit more anxious. Generally, yeah. a little bit more anxious. And that apparently triggers the auto autonomic nervous system. So your energy levels build up and your stress levels build up and you're trying to move blood away from the surface of your skin cause that's oh yeah because then you start going red yeah is that not on the list uh, no it's not on the list oh. but they, yeah no, that will be you start blushing because it's a sign of nervousness yeah 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 because blood is flowing to the extremities which can cause itchiness and fidgetiness of the face and you're kind of like oh my god <laughs> everyone's just turning into this big blob yeah <laughs> you're, just, you're just absolutely screwed so there are some of the ways in which you can tell that people are lying so go tomorrow if you're working or if you're working tonight or if you're around socialising over the weekend and your yeah. friend tells you all these what's it elaborate stories yeah elaborate lies and stories yeah. you can go cool because you know everyone knows a compulsive liar then oh, everyone yeah. so when you are talking to that person just tick off and see how many do they do 
Are they nodding their head? Are they looking on the ground? Are they sweating? Can they not look you in the eye? I want to know. I'm very nosy. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.